All right, man. We have people at the altar, man. This is okay. Elam, y'all mess around. Hope Elam, y'all gonna mess around. And uh, we gonna go somewhere. All things are coming new right before our eyes. Right before our eyes. I think that answered the question, can you come to the altar? We can do what? We're the spirit of the Lord, and we're gonna get where the spirit of the Lord is. Ha! You could just immerse yourself in that. All right. Um, we're going to talk about today, man, yeah, I'm better. I done cried and sweated. I'm cool today because uh, I had struggled with the freedom of unforgiveness for a while. And, uh, you know, I just revisited that and I am free. I just hugged my bride, so who helps me, you know, be free. Um, so we'll jump off here, my brother. We'll jump off here. Liberation. Liberation. Freedom. You're, you're just free. You, ha- you have released dominion and azusia, authority. And a metamorphosis experience has come on you and you've changed from old to new, from doc- knocked down to picked up, from, from broken to fixed. You, you're really free. You become aware. Ah, man, I told you I'm just a different spirit. I think I used Paul at 9.30. I'm going to use Abraham. I'm just pick him up. I told you I'm just on the wild today. We're going to get out. Aware. When did Abraham become aware of God? In Genesis 12 when he said, get out your father's house and go to a place that I'm going to show you and I'm going to bless those who bless you and curse those who curse you. Abraham became aware of God. And once you become aware of God and his spirit and his mercy and grace and love, then he wants us to become an advocate. When did Abraham become an advocate? Come on, Robert. He became an advocate in Hebrews 11 when he told Abraham to go to a place. And Abraham didn't even know where he was going. God just told him to go. And Abraham went because he was a representative. He was an advocate of God. And it said when Abraham went to a place that he did not know, he just knew he was looking for the city of God. That's why when we come on Sunday morning, all we should be looking for is the anointing of God. And how do you invoke the anointing of God? You worship him and you praise him and you thirst after him like the deer, thirst after the water brook, and you seek him while he can be found, and you call on his name while he's near, and you become an advocate. And then it's time for action, Abraham. I'm, I'm going to make you the father of the faithful, and, 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 and your seed is going to populate the whole earth. So, Abraham, I know you are aware. I know you're an advocate because you went and did something that you didn't even know. So now it's time for you to have action. Abraham, he had had action. And Abraham could have action because Abraham was free. He was free. He stopped and he built an altar to God. And he got on it. And, and it was something, you know, Abraham, you know, sometimes, sometimes when you got to be liberated, sometimes you got to get rid of some folk because they holding you down. 
Oh, I know I'm right about it. Come on, Bible readers. Who was Abraham's guy? Lot. And Lot, he, he didn't want to be spiritual. Lot wanted to continue to do what he wanted to do. And Abraham got to get away from Lot. But sometimes, Brandon Joshua, a lot comes with you. A lot just, oh, y'all, oh, my man. Yeah, you know when you, oh, Jesus, who I'm talking to. You try to get away from something, and when you try to get away from it, it's still, oh, my God. Woo, Jesus. I see y'all with it. Action. And when a lot follows you, a lot doesn't want to build an altar. A lot want to remember old things. A lot want you to be in the flesh. A lot, a lot, a lot doesn't want, because you notice when Abraham built the altar, come on, Bible readers, Lot wasn't nowhere around. Lot was out doing other stuff. But then when Abraham came back and said, Lot, you know, I'm going to be the father of the faithful, Lot did not want that. So Abraham said, look here, Lot, you look where you look, and wherever you look, you can have that, and I'm going to go the other way. Oh, I don't even know why I'm going here today, but somebody here need to hear this. Even when Abraham left Lot, Lot got in trouble in Sodom and Gomorrah. And come on, Bible reader, who had to go get him? Ab oh, Jesus. Uh, what I'm saying, sometimes when you got to forgive somebody, even though you may not want to deal with them, you still responsible. Woo-wee! Oh, man, I'm teaching better than some of y'all looking right now. I really am. Woo! Some of y'all a lot. Come on. Ain't nobody next to you, but you see a lot. A lot done sat down right next to you. Oh, yeah, I see a lot. I, I feel ah. I hate when the Spirit do that. You got to let a lot go. Come on, cut that lot. Get out that flesh, because watch it. John 6, 63, the spirit gives eternal life. And the words that I'm spoken to you is spirit and life. But I like the King James Version, and that's NLT. Uh, the King James Version says, the flesh profits nothing, but in the spirit there is life. The, the spirit produces freedom, and, and freedom produces forgiveness. Watch it. Freedom, 2 Corinthians uh, 317. Uh, God is a spirit and where the spirit of Lord is, there is, come on, freedom. There is liberty. You are free because you have the spirit of God there. So now watch it. And when you have the spirit of God there, you can forgive. Ephesians 4, 32. He says, be kind to one another. Be tenderhearted. Forgive each other just like God through Jesus, had forgiven you. And we all need forgiveness because we've all sinned and fallen short of the glory of God. None of us are righteous, no, not one. So we all need forgiveness. And, and the only way you get forgiveness is you got to be free. And the only way you can be free, you got to crucify your flesh. Your spirit got to tell your flesh to shut up. You abandoned me, flesh. And only the spirit lives here now. There's a freedom. Oh, y'all, y'all early. So I'm going to just give y'all permission right now. 
There's a freedom in forgiveness. Come on, I give you permission right now, just for a couple of seconds. Come on, you can let that person go right now. Come on, let that wife go, let that ex-wife, ex-husband, ex-boyfriend, ex-girlfriend, the worker you don't like, the person who cut you off, whoever you haven't forgiven right now, I give you permission. Take a few seconds in the name of Jesus. Come on, let it go. Let it, let it, let it, let it. Well, enough of you didn't let it go, so you might not have, you don't, might not need to forgive somebody, but you do need to tell the devil to get away from you. I know the devil is on all of us because he accused us day and night. So come on right now. How do we get the devil out? We get the devil out by giving God some praise. Come on, praise him in the sanctuary. Come on, give God a little praise because he's worthy to be praised. From the rising of the sun to the going down of the same, angels bow Woo! Forgiveness. Forgiveness is in the house. So, if some of you are still struggling, I got three points I want to I wanna hit. I want to hit. I just preach different at 930. I just, it's just, I just want to do this. Three. You guys are ready. It's a target. It's, I feel the targets. And the targets is close today. Ooh, Jesus. Ooh, Jesus. That altar is on fire today. Wait till the pandemic is over, y'all. Just wait. Just wait. You got you to, gotta, you know, and, 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 and I got to teach now because it's more than just a sermon now. We're family. I done fell in love with John, and then you know what I mean? I done fell in love with Hope Elam. So sometimes it's about, you know, I got the time. It's not about the sermon. It's about your heart. It's about practical application. What good is it if you hear a lot of scriptures, but you never apply them to your life? Then you're just a sounding brass and a tinkling. Forgiveness, three points. Remembrance, responsibility, and result. Watch it. Remembrance, awareness, responsibility, advocacy, being an advocate. Action result. Y'all with me? Let's go. I told you. Ah, boy, that's good. That's good teaching there. But the advocate. Who's the advocate? The Holy Spirit, whom the Father will send you in my name, and he will teach you all things, and he will remind you of everything. Ha. Ah, the Spirit. For free, John 16, 13, it's called the spirit of truth. Ah, the spirit of truth. And what will the truth do? Ah, isn't that right? So it's the spirit of truth that will lead you. It's the spirit of truth that will guide you. It's the spirit of truth that will remind you. He will remind you when everybody left you, he said, I would never leave you nor forsake you. When the x-ray was positive, he said, I am the Lord that healeth thee. When you needed direction, he told you, I am the shepherd and you shall not want. God has never given up on you. He never will give up on you and all he wants you to do is grab onto the spirit grab onto the freedom grab onto your faith and let somebody go don't have them in your mind for no reason let them go right now because once you let them go you're free you're free 
you're free. And for some of you who haven't moved yet, you may not be with me yet. It says in the Lord's Prayer, Abba, Father, who art in heaven. Now, because we are, well, we are iPhone family, then you just scroll down a little bit. And once you scroll down a little bit, it says, Father, forgive our sins. Forgive our debts. Forgive our trespasses. Because, God, you forgave our sins. You forgave our debts. And you forgave our trespasses. So how can it, if you want God to forgive you, how can you not forgive somebody else? Wow. That's heavy forgiveness. But you know, forgiveness and anger, unforgiveness and anger is fruit from the same rotten tree. It's an emotion that you should just give away. What a, come on, Bible, read it. Never let the sun set on your anger. You got you to gotta have peace. And he will give you the peace that makes no sense. If you can't forgive somebody, Philippians 4, 6, it says, Be anxious for nothing, but in prayer, supplication, and thanksgiving, let your requests be made known unto God. And if anger and if unforgiveness is what's bothering you, it says he will give you the peace that makes no sense. The peace that passes all ah, understanding. Remembrance, which turns into responsibility. Hmm. There it is. Furious, rage, anger, unforgiveness. Unforgiveness is a, is a deep thing. Then Nebuchadnezzar was furious with Shadrach, Meshach, and Abednego. And his attitude, he liked them at first, but now isn't it amazing? Huh, man, this is for free. Isn't it amazing people will love you until you stop doing what they want you to do? And then as soon as you stop doing what they want you to do, then all of a sudden they don't love you anymore. They don't need you. In mm, come on, let's all do it. Let, come on, let's all do it together. Cause see, don't, see, then won't nobody know I'm talking to you. Everybody together. Mm. All right. Jesus. See, this is practical stuff, Hope Elam. Hope Elam, we got to forgive each other. We got to forgive each other. Oh, ooh, I told you, the 11, man, the crowds is changing. The, nine, the 930 crowd used to be the one. Now it done like switched. Thank you, Tiffany, for child care. I think it's the child care. Y'all freed up. Y'all done dropped y'all baby off, so y'all free. Ah, <laughs> uh, Wow. And look what he did. He ordered the furnace. Seven times hotter. That just goes with the, that just, it just runs right into it. But this is what I want you to do. And I spent a lot of time on the next verse, but I'm going to go a little different way today. I, I think somebody, my brother, I just see it around. Some of y'all just need to know y'all got the victory. And some of y'all just need to know that sometimes you got to, you know, uh, uh, be crucified to be resurrected. I think I'm going to go there. So let's go to 25, 325. Watch it. Look at what he said. He says, I see four men walking around in the fire, unbound and unharmed. And the fourth looks like God. Now, Nebuchadnezzar wasn't saved. He was the king. Now, this went over real well at 930. He thought he was privileged. Oh, y'all didn't like that. He thought he was 
privilege. Uh-huh. Y'all ain't going to get it yet. He thought, yeah, my sister got it. See, when you think you privilege, you know you act. Uh, oh, Jesus. You know you act a certain way. You knew you think you better than somebody else. You think you smarter than somebody else. You think you have more integrity and more money in the bank. But in the eyesight of God, we are all equal. But then something happened. He went from privilege to prepared for the promise. Watch him go for privilege because you think you're privileged till you run into God and then you find out your arm's too short to box with God that you can't be God. So he changed. He, he said he looked in and then the same Hebrew boys that he was going to kill, did nothing happen to them. And then he said, it must be a God. He said, it must be a God. He went there and he said, hey, y'all come out. And not only did he come out, he said, well, how did you do it? Well, then I did a little bit of homework, and then Daniel 6 and 3, it says that Daniel had a more excellent spirit. It says Daniel was extraordinary. It said Daniel was distinguished. It all depends what translation. But it was something about Daniel that made Nebuchadnezzar say that, wow, I'm going to crucify my flesh and resurrect my spirit. Question time, please don't answer it. When people see you, can they see your light shining so bright that they say, I'll have what you're having? Oh, y'all don't watch movies like I do. Okay. A few, a few laughs on that one. Y'all will get that one when you get home, I promise. I promise. Uh, I promise. And now we go to the result. This is where I'm going to hang my hat today for some reason. On the cross. Yeah, there it is. You know, I'm going to give you some application here because I just need it. And just for myself, because, Tease, even though I know God said, if I am for you, who can be against you? You know, sometimes when I get in my flesh, John, I think, you know, hope Elam not going to work or something going to happen until I think about the cross. And then, uh, yeah, you can, yeah, yeah, a lot of happened there. The cross, we went from crucifixion to resurrection. And so, you know, Bonnie did the football analogy. So this, so this application came to me. I, I could see Jesus. Look at him. When I just seen this, so this, how come y'all know this is straight, different at 930. Look at him. Hung on the cross. But he was there for a long time. And when he was there for a long time, you know, his arms, he got, he got tired in his arms. And, and, you know, after a while, he got tired and his body drooped. And, and here's what happened. He, he hung on the cross. And then when I see his arms like that, I said, wow, what imagery. You know, that image for us is victory. That image for us is excitement. Oh, y'all ain't got it yet. Come on. When Tom Brady threw a touchdown, what they do? When LeBron James hit the winning shot, what do we do? 
when Wayne Gretzky or, or no, uh, Sidney Crosby, let me get relevancy. Y'all didn't know I know hockey, you know. Sidney Crosby, Alexander Ovechkin, you know, yeah. You know I'm from Hockey Town, USA, yeah. Okay, so when they score a goal, what do they do? So don't you know when you go to the cross looking for the result and the weight of the world is on you, don't you know when you end up, you're going to end up with your arms like this? And when you end up with your arms like this, you say touchdown. You say winning basket. You say winning goal. You say I'm going to forgive. I'm going to let go. I'm going to love. I'm going to do mercy. I'm going to do grace. I'm going to do loving kindness because love covers a multitude of sin. That's why Jesus says, Father, forgive. Give them, for they know not what they do. You couldn't kill me. Don't you know I came to die? But John 12, 32 says, but if I be lifted up from the earth, I'll draw black, I'll draw white, I'll draw brown, I'll draw Republican, I'll draw Democrat, I'll draw independent. And Jesus called with a loud voice. Father, Jesus, I give you, I give you my hands. Father, I give you my spirit. I dare you right now to give it to God. I dare you right now, not to a pastor, not to a church, not to nobody else. I dare you right now to say, God, I want to be free. God, the preacher told me if I forgive, there's freedom and forgiveness. And God, now that I'm free, God, you are the potter. I am the clay. Shape me, melt me, mold me, fill me, thrill me. Spirit of the living God, fall fresh on me. Because if I put my hand in your unchanging hand, no man will be able to pluck it out. Then you can build your hopes on things eternal. Then you can say, blessed assurance, Jesus is mine. Oh, what a foretaste of glory divine, heir of salvation, purchase of God, born of his spirit, washed in his blood. This is my story. This is my song, praising my Savior. All the day long. Who want to give God some praise up in this place? Hallelujah. 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 Yes, God. I'm free. I'm forgiven. I'm free. Jesus. The Spirit of the Lord is here. Praise Him. All they want to do is change. All they want to do is change. Are y'all ready? All they want to do is change so you can grab onto the freedom of forgiveness. <laughs>